Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Thank heavens week 11 is over. And I'm kind of glad that the Thanksgiving card, for that matter, is over. Let's break down week 12 with my dude from SportsGrid the morning after. Just got back from a flight. He's ready to rock and roll and have some fun with us. Jared Smith over at Sports Grid. What's happening, Smitty? Happy Thanksgiving. How are you, pal? JJ, happy Thanksgiving. Never in a million years that I think the worst indigestion I would have gotten yesterday would have been from watching the Lions and the Cowboys play. I think it's time we seriously consider removing those teams from Thanksgiving. It's becoming a massacre every year now. Well, especially with the Lions. I mean, the Lions. Oh. Isn't it crazy, Jared? I tweeted this out, but I actually think Matt Patricia – is the worst coach in the league. I know as bad as Adam Gaze has been with the Jets, at least Adam Gaze took a team in Miami in 2016 in the playoffs. As a head coach, Patricia has accomplished less than Gaze. Let that sink in. And and there's, you know, the decent personnel in Detroit. I mean, he has a quarterback. I know he's been in and out of the lineup a lot, but he has a quarterback, Matthew Stafford, who is, you know, an all-pro kind of caliber player. But 1-12 in ATS. This even dates before Matt Patricia, JJ. 1-12 in ATS for the Lions on their last 13 Thanksgiving Day games. I mean, that's just, that is, that is futility at its finest right there. Smitty, let's start here with the local action. I'm going to start with the Giants. They have a pulse. In a variety of different ways here. They have a head-to-head tiebreaker over Washington. They beat them twice. Dallas keeps falling back. That's good news for them. They're 3-7. and seven. They are a six-point favorite against the Cincinnati Bengals. I never liked the idea of laying this many points in a road game with, you know, a team that's still not exactly in the circle of trust. But with Brandon <laughs> Allen at quarterback... Jared, how do I make a case for Cincinnati in this game? I can't do that. Yeah, we'll get to Brandon Allen's handicap in a moment. But first, the Giants, I think, are a fascinating, just a fascinating case study this week. So the look-ahead number of this game last week, not, not preseason, last week was Giants plus three. A nine-point move. That's what Burrow apparently is worth. Maybe call it seven and a half, eight, if, if you kind of lay the hooks there. Uh, but the Giants still, despite that, getting 90% of the action as a heavy heavy road favorite, which is not something I, I would ever have imagined. Uh, seven to three against the spread this year. The Giants have covered some numbers this year. So despite the record being under 500, they're above 500 ATS and they're five and oh ATS on the road. So they play well a, a, away from home, which is another intriguing thing in this kind of crazy COVID year. This is a game that's going to feature two of the worst defenses in the NFL. According to the DVOA, DVOA rankings, Giants 28th and the Bengals 30th. I, I think Daniel Jones has been a little bit better, JJ, and that's where I get the encouragement Zero picks over his last two. Of course, the Giants coming off of that huge win. And then you get the Brandon Allen saga, who leapfrogs Ryan Finley, which is kind of the surprising thing. So Finley came in last week in, in backup for, for Burrow when he got hurt. But it's Allen now that gets the start, which is very interesting. And, and we've seen Allen a little bit. He played for the Broncos uh, last season, started three games. 
Uh, 500 yards, three three touchdowns, two picks. I mean, it, it, like the handicap is not going to wow you. Uh, but the but the connection is he spent several seasons with the Rams, which is where Zach Taylor uh, got his start. So that's kind of the connection there. I, I still can't back the Bengals in this spot. I think the Giants are a good teaser spot this week to get him, you know, through three, through four, get him to basically a money line. I, I can't lay points on the road with this Giant team, especially considering the defensive numbers have been that poor. Speaking of a teaser spot, I think the Miami Dolphins might fit that category. They are on the road anywhere from a six and a half to a seven point favorite against the New York Jets. But quarterback question, Smitty. Number one with the Jets, we know Sam Darnold will be playing. He's under center. What that means? Curious to get your take. You could argue with the way Flacco had played over the last couple of weeks, yeah. maybe they'd be better off with Flacco in the idea of them trying to win this game. They're obviously not going to do that. From a Dolphins standpoint, though, two is questionable, thumb injury. Would you say this line goes up, goes down, if we find out Ryan Fitzpatrick suiting up on Sunday? I would think it moves slightly in favor of the Jets, but not significantly. Because I, I just think Tua offers a little bit more right now, a little more dynamic playmaking ability. And I know Ryan Fitzpatrick came in and lifted them to a, you know, a, at least a chance to win that game uh, on Sunday in Denver, but... That was when they were behind, and the game plan was throw, throw, throw against the Broncos' defense that had been a little bit up in the air against the pass. Now you get Fitzpatrick, who would get the full game, and the game plan would be a little bit run, you would think. I think Tua executes the full game plan a little bit better. So I think Tua probably gives the Dolphins a better chance to win, but only if he's healthy, J.J. If that thumb is hurting, and we've seen the thumbs be an issue for quarterbacks, you know, ball handling, all those things, throwing it. So I'm a little concerned about that. Now, Public obviously is hammering the Dolphins in this spot, but the line has come off of seven and moved to six and a half. So I don't want to call it a full, hey, raise the flagpole for the sharp reverse line movement yet, but certainly something to keep an eye on if this line does continue to drift in favor of the Jets. Now, I think the initial move could have been the two injury you know, move, but if it continues to move in favor of the Jets, that's when I would start to raise the, you know, the flagpole a little bit. Dolphins have just owned this rivalry. I mean, like you... You know, JJ, you've, you've, you've watched this Miami team firsthand. Dolphins 8-2 and two against the spread in the last 10 against the Jets. But the Jets have covered 3 or 4. So I, I, I think there's a little push-pull with this line. I agree with you. It's a good teaser spot. I wouldn't necessarily lay with the Dolphins right now, especially with the uncertainty of quarterback. I like what I've seen from the Jets' rookie class, but their offensive line is banged up again. I think the Dolphins put a lot of heat on Sam Darnold in this game. I think they win this game but I think it'll fall right around the number. Yeah, that number is very, very tricky. You want some reverse line movement, Smitty? We got some reverse line movement. Explain to me what's going on with the Chargers and the Buffalo Bills. Mm. Line open at six. Now I'm seeing it at four in some places with still 55% of the tickets coming in on the Buffalo Bills. What gives on that game? I, I, I hope it's something fishy because if it is, then, then we've identified it because that, would, that game was at the top of my card this week. I think there's a couple of angles in this Chargers-Bills game, and I'm really glad you brought it up because it was going to be in the best bets segment regardless if you brought it up. The Bills have been good under McDermott off the bye, 3-0. and So there's your first handicap. We've talked about that in previous weeks. How do teams do coming off the bye? Buffalo historically has done really well under Sean McDermott. Now the Chargers have been an offensive juggernaut. And I know that sounds crazy because we thought of them coming into the year as a defensive team with Bosa and James and all those guys. Well, they're an offensive team, seven straight overs by an average of 13 points. So the Chargers are just continuing to score points, uh, third most yards per game. Now the Buffalo defense, that's been the bugaboo for this team this year. Going to be a great matchup on Sunday. You're going to get Trey Davis White probably against Mike Williams. I think that's going to leave Keenan Allen to Rome in the slot. And that's kind of where he's lived this year. 
But, man, Justin Herbert has been absolutely outstanding. And, and I don't think it matters who covers Allen or Williams or any of these guys or Hunter Henry. You know, Justin Herbert's anticipating throws, J.J. He is way ahead of the rookie curve. He's thrown for at least 300 yards or been a part of three total touchdowns in all nine of his starts. The guy moves the football or he scores points, and that's what you want at the quarterback position. I think the reason for the line move is the John Brown injury. The Bills are not the same offense without John Brown, and that's why I'm not going to be backing them this week or laying any points because of the defense and because of the Brown injury. I think the over is a great spot. I see a great number on FanDuel right now, 51.5. I think that's a good spot. Again, the Chargers and the Bills, all scoring points. We talked about the Chargers overs. Bills have hit three straight overs by an average of 10. Coming off the bye, I expect that offense to be energized. I know no John Brown. That does scare me a little bit with the points, but I still think the Chargers are going to move the ball a lot as well. 51.5 seems like a fair number. We got Jared Smith previewing week 12. Check him out, Sports Grid morning after. Smitty, I can't wait for Tennessee, Indianapolis. Mm. Rematch of a Thursday night game from a couple weeks ago. And listen, the Colts been good to me. I had him in that Thursday night game. I had him last Sunday against the Green Bay Packers. My only win in the Super Contest was a lousy, lousy week. No getting around that. But what has changed for the Tennessee Titans is what I want to know. The Tennessee Titans want to run it. The Colts are terrific at stopping the run, but yet this line has moved about a point, point and a half. Why is that the case? Well, DeForest Buckner is huge, and, and that is, is the, you know, talk about stopping the run and stopping Derrick Henry. DeForest Buckner is, is the defensive tackle that the Colts got in, that, in, in the deal with the Niners in the offseason, gave up a first-round pick for him, and he's been absolutely fantastic. You don't hear his name a lot because he's a, he's a run stuffer. So usually those guys, you only hear their names when they're doing something poorly and they're not stopping the run, kind of like an offensive lineman. They don't get a lot of sacks, but a lot of TFLs and a lot of stuffs at the line of scrimmage. Well, no Buckner this week for the Colts. You would think that means Derrick Henry is going to have himself a day. But this is one of those classic pros versus Joe's matchup, J.J. We're seeing everybody on the Titans as the square dog of the week. And, and we're seeing just a little bit of, you know, once that line hits three, we're seeing a little bit of buyback towards Indy. So the Sharps are there, definitely on the Colts at minus three. The market's been wrong on Tennessee all year. Seven and three straight up, four and six against the spread. So despite the fact that the Titans keep winning games, they are not covering numbers. Now, the Colts have won four or five straight up and against the number in this series. They have owned Tennessee in this series. I love this Colts defense. I don't love it as much without Buckner, and I think that's the tricky handicap this week, J.J. Can the Colts continue to stop the run without the Forrest Buckner? My initial lean was Indy here to go with the sharp side, but with no Buckner, I'm kind of in wait-and-see mode. This might be one that I lay off despite the fact that I see some sharp movement towards Indy. Uh, and, and I'll be honest, Phillip Rivers, not terrible. You know, since, since they're by, he's really been doing a good job spreading it around. Michael Pittman's emerged as a stud receiver. So I think actually the Colts offense might be, a, you know, that could be the, the deciding handicap in this game. The Titans defense is really poor. Maybe Phillip Rivers wins in this game, which is kind of goes against what the, you know, the MO has been for the Colts, which is defense this year. Maybe this is a Phillip Rivers game. Maybe this is why they paid him all that money to come over. Uh, you, you would think. That, that, that he has the experience to win this game against the poor defense. I lean Indy, but I don't love it because of the Buckner injury. Smitty, game of the week, Kansas City and Tampa. I'm actually shocked that this game is only 55-45 from a ticket standpoint because I figured everybody in there and the mother would be rushing to bet Kansas City after what they saw from Tampa on Monday night. And I know it's a short week for the Bucks, and I know the Bucks let me down on Monday night against the Rams, but Kansas City's defense, they got issues, they got problems. And Smitty, I just get the sense they're going to slip up in one of these games. I don't know if I have the chutzpah to go with Tampa again, <laughs> but man, 
everything about that line, it points me in the direction of Tampa Bay. Am I crazy? That's that's great use of uh, Yiddish right there with the chutzpah. I try, uh, man. I, 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 Yiddish I, background, bro. We try, man. We try. I love it, bro. I love it. Uh, the Bucks are, and this isn't a primetime game, but it certainly feels like a primetime game. The Bucks have really struggled in these primetime spots coming off the game uh, on Monday night, 0-4 ATS in primetime this year. So when they've been on the national stage, they have not played well. And this game is going to get all the trimmings. I mean, you know, it's Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, you know, the, the Super Bowls against the MVP. I mean, it really has everything. Now, the Bucs have really struggled against top 10 defenses this year. But that's, that was what you said. The Chiefs are not one of those top 10 defenses. I would expect Tampa Bay's offense, which, I mean, for lack of a better word, looked really poor. Tom looked really, really kind of decrepit and old on Monday night. Well, that was the Rams, and that was a much better defense. I think Tampa Bay is going to get a little bit going here. But on the other side, I'm really and, – and I know Tampa Bay's ranking still has them as one of the best defenses in football, but Jared Goff just carved them up on, on Monday night. And, and you saw Goff sit in the pocket, have time, throw the ball down the field, spread it around to all his different receivers – zone man it didn't matter Goff was able to solve it so if, if Jared Goff can solve Tampa Bay's defense I would think Patrick Mahomes is going to be able to I think the total here is definitely in play uh we the 56 is kind of that dividing line for me anything above 56 I'm, I'm kind of laying off we've seen it go up from 53 to 56 I think if you can get it at 55 in the hook 55 that's where I would play it if it keeps climbing I would stay away I think there's going to be points in this game I think the Bucks offense bounces back but I think Patrick Mahomes has another huge day in what is basically a primetime game for the Chiefs. Smitty, now it's time. Best bets, week 12. You hit it at one. What else is going to be on the card? You know what? I, I think I'm taking a shot with the Niners this week. Call me crazy, but they're getting a ton of no, guys No, I don't think back. you're crazy Most- at all. And that line's <laughs> moved to half point, by the it way. Has. I wish we got it at seven. I'd feel yeah, a lot better I, at seven. I, I, I grabbed six and a half. I, I, Mostert, Sherman... Samuel, Armstead, Wilson, these are all guys back practicing this week. Finally, we're starting to see a little bit of continuity on this Niners offense. They've actually, I, I was looking at, uh, uh, I, I was looking at Mullins' numbers, not terrible. He's turned it over a lot, but he's been kind of okay. You know, he's kind of moved the football a little bit. He's gotten some yards. He's gotten some points. He's throwing a lot of picks. That's the problem, but he's completing almost 70% of his passes. I think the Rams on a short week coming off of these two huge wins over Seattle and Tampa Bay, I could see them stepping back a little bit. The Niners have a top 10 defense. They're 10th in DVOA. And you're right. We've seen that line kind of stop at seven and, and inch back towards San Francisco despite all the action on the Rams. I think, that's a, I think that's a really sneaky good dog spot this week. A couple of good teaser spots as well. Uh, I really like the Packers through three, four, and seven. I think that's the best teaser spot of the week. There's no way that they're losing uh, on, on, in, in a primetime game at home to Mitchell Trubisky. I'm sorry, that's not happening. Uh, Seahawks own Philly. Uh, look at Russell Wilson's numbers against the Eagles. You get the Seahawks through three and four. I think that's a good teaser spot. We talked about the Giants. I think that's a good teaser spot as well. And the Saints. Drew Locke, is, he's good for at least one, one interception every game, if not two. I think those are the good teaser spots this week. Packers, Seahawks, Saints, Giants. And I think my best bet of the week, call me crazy. I, I'm going with the Niners. Give me six in the hook there. And I think they keep it close against the really good Rams team. But a Rams team that maybe is going to throttle down a little bit off of those two big wins. Jared Smith, check him out. Morning after, Sports Grid. Always appreciate the insight, the perspective. Smitty, it can't be any worse than week 11 for me and you, bro. So hopefully let's get back on the wagon and let's cash a few tickets, all right? Stay the course, JJ. I'm going to try. Good stuff there from Jared Smith. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.